church good day to you it is june 15th and just before we pressed record i said to logan who's uh, owner operator person who allows us to use his space at midday studios uh we've been doing this for so long it almost feels like too long and i think that longing is appropriately placed in these moments i imagine that you feel it as well but my hope is is that these little moments that we have five ten minutes sometimes a, a, just a, a a little bit longer, (laughs) Uh, that they are moments where you are drawn back to Jesus. Um, There's this saying in in many uh, church contexts, in in fact, it's the church context for some 13 million people in our country, uh, that the gospel has not been preached. The sermon is not over until Jesus has been unveiled. And I I love not just that sentiment, but that reality that uh, we every day need an unveiling of Jesus. And so may this little daily podcast be that for you. And this week, we're going to do something quite simple. We're going to just work through a devotion, if you will. And the intent of this time is not to replace how you bring your heart before God, but perhaps to give you a, a new tool to do so, a um, a tool that you can put into practice and then make your own over time. And I, I myself received this tool from another uh, a pastor. His name is Pete Gregg. just um, has written Buku books on prayer, uh, leads the 24-7 prayer movement in the UK um, and internationally beyond that. But he has this simple little paradigm for what it is to pray. It is to pause, to reflect, to ask, and to yield. And in these four movements of prayer, they will uh, give us a platform each day throughout this week uh, to come before God. And yet there's something unique that strikes me about today. Today is exactly two weeks after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And George Floyd's death sparked protests around the world. And so I just want to take this moment uh, to explore the reality of racism in our world and even in our own hearts. And so as we pause right now, let these words become your own. Father, we enter into just a moment of pausing of stilling ourselves before you to breathe in your grace and to exhale our frustrations, our misunderstandings, but mostly to recenter ourselves, our, our scattered persons upon you, Jesus, who receive us with wide open arms. And we, Lord, pray then in the prayer of the psalmist that you would search us that you would know our hearts, that you would test and know our anxious thoughts, that you would see if there is any offensive way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. And even in a moment like this, we want to rejoice. And as we move through this time from pausing to reflecting and rejoicing and asking and yielding, just, just this first day, this Monday, I'm going to talk to you about the contours of this tool of prayer. See, part of reflection is rejoicing. And so we just pick up the Psalms because sometimes we don't really have words. It doesn't feel like a moment worth rejoicing, but there's this posture of heart that comes when we speak words like this from Psalm 22. 
The poor will eat and be satisfied. All who seek the Lord will praise Him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to Him. All the families of the nations will bow down before Him. For royal power belongs to the Lord. He alone rules the nations. It's from a prayer like this then that we can remember a man like George Floyd. We, we turn to the scriptures that have much to say about the purpose of power, that God himself, he is the one who reigns on high, and yet he himself was oppressed and even innocently killed. We see this in Paul's words in Philippians. We see that in your relationship with one another, have the same mind as Christ, who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. This is the God who we rejoice in. This is the God who we remember. And perhaps there's memories that you have as well. Memories where you yourself were complicit in the oppression of others or where you yourself were oppressed. Your, your parents, your grandparents, your cousins, strangers. Perhaps it was the moment that grief welled up in your heart by simply what you saw on a television screen or heard on a radio. We remember these moments. We remember and we rejoice because what God promises is that one day, by His grace, soon, very soon, every tribe and every tongue will finally come to the throne of Jesus and bow their knees, not before a flag, but before the Lord. Jesus. And on that day, every culture will bring the full breadth of their expressions before Jesus. The food, the language, the music, all as equal parts in the exaltation of Jesus, this Middle Eastern man who was killed, hung on a Roman execution rack without justice and yet vindicated by God by the power of the Spirit. Let us remember that now. If it serves you well, you can just press pause and let the silence and the weight of Jesus' life, death, burial, and resurrection weigh on your heart. And even now, though, we don't stop there. We don't just stop to pause and reflect. We actually have freedom before Jesus. And so with, with the posture of prayer, perhaps one where our knees are literally built, bent before God, we turn to him. We turn to the one who changes hearts, the one who turns power and privilege on its head, who made himself nothing, who, who exchanged his supremacy for servanthood. And so maybe these next words 
can be words for you to ask as well. So, Father, we pray now. We pray now for the leaders around us, great and far off and close at hand, and we ask that you would bring them to their knees, that it would be your kindness that leads them to turn to you, that you would subtly prick their consciousness this day, that they might use their power by giving it away in the name of Jesus on behalf of the powerless to be people who reconcile, who sow the bonds of peace in the name of Jesus. And lastly, we yield. For me, this, this is the point of prayer that I, I just, I feel uncomfortable with so often. I, I neglect it. I, I turn away from it. But in Philippians 2, there's this key reality where this section of scripture kind of comes together and it centers around the self-emptying of Jesus. And, and the word there in the Greek, it's this word kenosis. And it's one of the most important realities in our faith. And it's not just something to be admired in Jesus. I think it's here. So it's something that we too could pick up and carry and model and live out in our own lives. That is to follow Jesus is itself a yielding because the way of Jesus means emptying myself, not holding on to power, not holding on to privilege, not holding on to possessions time and time again, but rather loosing our grips on those things, loosing our grips on the illusion of control so that we might then have both of our hands poised and ready to cling tightly to Jesus. And so let us, let us pray this yielding prayer and let us then hear God's words of promise spoken over us as we come to a close this Monday. Jesus, so often in my heart, I ask that you, by the power of your spirit, that you would fill me. But today I'm reminded that you emptied yourself. And so, Lord, I just pray for the courage to do the same in this forthcoming week. Would you open up my eyes, our eyes, to the opportunities to give ourselves away in love, our, our resources, ourselves, our time for the vulnerable, for the weak, for those who feel forgotten? Would we give our attention and our admiration so that as we love our neighbor, we actually love you? And I'm encouraged, Lord, that, that when we come to the end of it all, when we come to the end of your scriptures and we read this, that you, considering the pain and anger in the world right now, Lord, we just thank you that you have promised that there will be a great multitude that no one can count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. May you go in peace, filled to be poured out this day and this week. Amen.